Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. Today, I have continued thinking about Korahor's counterfeit teachings that there is no God, no fall of man, no penalty for sin, and no Christ. Korahor taught that men should pursue their lusts and desires, and many women, and also men, were led away to commit whoredoms when they were convinced by his flattering teachings. As I read Alma 30 this week, I noticed several things that I hadn't thought of before. For one thing, the people of Ammon and the city of Gideon were not convinced by Korahor's ideology when many around them were. These people had built themselves strong foundations on Christ, and they could not be shaken. I remembered for the first time that Alma had recently taught in Gideon after he finished teaching in Zarahemla following giving up the judgment seat. Alma rejoiced in these people because he saw that they were in the paths of righteousness, and they were when he arrived to teach them. I also noticed that Korahor is described as interrupting the rejoicing of the people. Korahor criticized the church, teaching that when the people were encouraged to be industrious and generous, they were being bound down and kept in ignorance and bondage, prevented from enjoying their rights and privileges. Some may view the commandments of God in a similar way today, thinking that because we follow God's law, we must be bound down and miserable. But there is truly great joy and rejoicing in being taught what we must do in order to receive promised blessings. Finally, I noticed that when the chief judge and high priest in Gideon saw the hardness in Korahor's heart, they would not make any reply to his words, but they caused that he should be bound, and they delivered him up into the hands of the officers and sent him to the land of Zarahemla, that he might be brought before Alma and the chief judge who was governor over all the land. Later, Alma did reply to Korahor, but these other men did not once they saw that his heart was hardened. Sometimes when we encounter those who stand in opposition to Jesus Christ, it is best to follow this example to not make any reply. It is important to stand for truth but that doesn't mean we have to continue to engage every caustic critic we come across. We can earnestly express our beliefs and testify of Christ without engaging in vitriol. As we heed the spirit of truth, we can discern when to testify in words and when to testify by our examples. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 